I am playing the world's smallest violin for you right now. Oh, where'd you get that? Playing the world's saddest song. They sell it on eBay's. No, so it's it's, there's only one. It is the world's smallest violin made by the world's smallest violin maker, who is now living in my dungeon. <laughs> and it plays Hit Me Baby One More Time by Britney Spears. Welcome to another blast episode of the What a Disaster podcast. I'm your host, Gregory Allen, and with me for this bad boy is Richard Sawasinski. What's up, Gregory? Uh, you know, just living the dream, uh, getting some stuff done around here. I mean, I guess we can get the um, the who's he what out of the way now, right? Like the uh, the all housekeeping biz. Yeah, listen to us. Listen to us on your favorite podcast players, and then thumbs up us, mash that like button, as long as it's five stars of likes. Find us on Twitter at PodWad. Uh, we're Wad Podcast on the Instagram. We're on the Facebook, of course. Who's not? Um, probably Mark Zuckerberg. Do you think he I'll uses it? Do you think Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> uses it? Probably not. I'll tell you who's not on the Facebook. Donald Trump. He doesn't use a Facebook at all. I wouldn't let him. I, if I were one of his handlers, I would not let him touch Facebook. He just wants Twitter because it's easier for him to yell from his phone. He's a ding dong. I would just tell him that Twitter is Facebook. Yeah. I'd be like, no, Twitter is Facebook. Convinced. You're good. Yeah. You got it. Manner. If anybody would like to like tweet from our Twitter, that would be great since we rarely do it. So yeah. You guys want to log into our Twitter? I make jokes sometimes on there when I find funny threads, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So like... You can just do it. We'll give you the password. It's fine. We'll <laughs> just let you log right in. It's fine. Yeah, log right in. You need, we'll make a new password. It'll be your username. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you can call us. 209-781-9113. I didn't yep. sing. I haven't been singing it lately. You Like you don't want to sing it. Yeah, it's, like I, you, it's like you don't like our song me, anymore. Man. Anyway, I mean, ever since it. I started sitting at my keyboard, I was just like, why don't I have a song for this yet? And I still don't. So, yeah, I get it. You know, it's because it's been a hit for so long. It's hard to keep doing your hits. Yeah, I can. I can see where like Metallica's coming from. They want to do new <laughs> things. Right. They don't. And what? Enter Sandman 300 times. Exactly. You know, like, Who wants to play that 300 days a year? I do. You know yeah. who wants to do that? You know who wants to play that 300 days a year? The guy working at um, McDonald's 300 days a year. He would love the opportunity yeah, I mean, to I just guess. play Enter Sandman. That's true. Uh, yeah. what are we doing? Uh, we got movie news, right? It's a blast episode it's today, a, Gregory. We do whatever we want. I mean, it's, it's just, yeah. you know, we did watch a thing. movie. We're not, usually when we do blast episodes, we're being lazy and we didn't watch a movie. We watched a movie and wrote notes up and everything. We're just trying to make sure everybody can get involved this time. Liz has been yeah. bummed that she hasn't been on, but then she leaves on Sundays like a fart. Yeah. Like her, you know, to, you know Sunday fart. Anyway, let's, let's do this. You said there's a Mortal Kombat reboot coming in January of 2021. Yeah. 
So we got so a year f- to steal our resolve before we have to hear that song. Test your might. We can hear that song whenever we want, but we will definitely hear it in January 2021. I really hope there's a remix of that song on that. Oh, dude, there is. I already looked at the. Uh, I already looked at the movie. There's only like three things on the movie: a director, a writer, and a song. All right. They're already they're already talking about bringing that '90s Mortal Kombat song into it. I mean, it's, it's the most popular kind of the part about right the movie. Now. Yeah, like '90s is uh, the chic thing. It's uh, it's old now. 90s yeah, I don't old. really care. Like the first Mortal Kombat movie was fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. All the other ones were atrocious. And I tried to avoid them, but some at some point I ended up getting stuck watching almost all of them. <laughs> right. I do know that the most inter- interesting thing about this story is it moved the um the release date up because people are so excited about this movie. Who which seems strange? I don't know. Who's excited? Greg Rousseau because he's writing it, I think, and Simon McQuaid because it's his first uh feature film, <laughs> feature length movie. All right. Yeah. Fine. There's two, so let's move <laughs> They're it forward. Excited. <laughs> They want I'm extra not. pressure on themselves for this one to be a success. So, you know, it won't be an election year, so they got to do something to make it interesting. Oh, God. January 2021. All right. That's fine. Um, <laughs> do you have anything you wanted to add about Mortal Kombat? Are you uh, just looking no. forward to hearing Scorpion yell, Get over here! Get over here! Uh, I will say it's written by a guy named Greg Rousseau. Gregory Rousseau. Another Greg. You put um, Greg Russo. I go by Gregory as often as I can, but nobody calls me. I know. They don't like using all those syllables. It's too hard. Just, uh, I deserve them. Gregory Russo only has one other writing credit, and it's the Resident Evil reboot, which is also not released yet. So this is he's got to, this is going to be quality. This <laughs> all right. is going to be a good it's movie. Be good. I'm excited. All right. Well, if that's all you got on the Mortal Kombat, let's that's move on Kombat. to Shazam. Right? Shazam Are you 2, about this? right? You like this movie, right? I liked the first one, yeah. I mean, it was that whole like, oh, we've got superpowers, check out how cool it is thing got kind of stale with all the superhero movies that we got right. um, thanks to Marvel. So it was a premise that was a little eh, a little tired, uh, but overall the movie was well done. I enjoyed it. Uh, my I kids thought so liked too. it. Had some very scary scenes, which were cool. Uh, yeah, overall, you know, yeah, it turns out I was doing a tiny bit of research on that today before our episodes. It turns out that like David Sandberg, he's a horror film director. Oh, I didn't know. So that. this movie was originally supposed to be a little darker, and they took it back to the cutting board and made it a little lighter. So the kids cutting can watch board? it. The cutting board, the cutting room board, the room I, I cutting. Think it's cutting room. Yeah, well, they recut this film. This is one of those films I got to recut. If you watch it, you can kind of see that a little bit. It gets a little disjointed when the action starts to rise. But yeah, it was originally you, you even said that you said this uh, movie had a lot of horror elements in it. Yeah, for sure. And it is. It's so those, it's all rumored. Those two might come back. Um, Henry uh, Gaiden as the writer and David Sandberg as the director. Uh, I'm assuming the lead is still going to be in it. The guy who looks like Jimmy Fallon with muscles. So I can't remember Chuck. His, he was Chuck in the oh, show. Yeah. Chuck. That's he all I remember Chuck. about him. Yeah, that's who he is, isn't he? He got big. He got big after Chuck. Uh, alternatively, it's a costume. He also got muscles for real, but yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's got some muscles, but he's got a costume on, so it gets yeah. a little extra padding for sure. You're right. It has like the foamy kind of look to yeah. the costume. Yeah. But, I mean, he's yeah. not the rock. Let's put it no. that way. No, he's not as big as he looks in the movie, I'm yeah. sure. 
Oh, he he does be. kind of look like Jimmy Fallon to me. He does. I agree with you. I hate Jimmy Fallon. He's a turd. so much, so much. The only um, thing Jimmy Fallon has ever done that's good is he um, those little songs he does with the Roots when he brings in bands. Yeah. He had uh, he had the Backstreet Boys in doing "I Want It That Way" with the Roots in this tiny little room, and they're all playing these like kids' instruments. Fantastic. But that's oh. more the Roots to Jimmy Fallon, to be honest with you. I mean, I Jimmy got it that. together. He made it happen. Yeah, Jimmy made it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Did Did you have anything? Uh, Anything you were excited about about the Shazam 2? Uh, no, you know, I only put it on here because... What do you want to see out of it? What do you light? hope to see out of the second Shazam? This is going to be tough, right? Because the first movie is entirely on, based around, like you said, the fact that like he's a kid with superpowers, and that's unique and yeah. special. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Shazam, which you should have if you wanted to at this point, at the end, he creates the entire Shazam family, yeah. which I thought was a little bit much. I was like, Maybe like we didn't need to have all that in this movie because that's what I would have liked to have seen in the second movie. There's a lot more uh, Shazams, the Shazam family kind of right. showing up. So they kind of like ruined that. Like for the you second think so? Movie. I mean, now that they've got it established that they exist, they can just have fun with it instead of doing like character building and stuff. I'll tell you what I want. I want a real world situation. I want all the Shazam kids to move in together into one house and superheroed. <laughs> Then things will get real. All right. I mean, also some I uh, what's to say, that. Black Adam. Black Adam would be cool. The Rock is supposed him. to be Black Adam. That's sweet. Yeah, that's what you I'm most looking forward to. Oh, no, I didn't yeah, know no, that. The Rock is. I think that he's getting a Black Adam movie. I, I gotta did, look yes. now. That is true. Black Adam, The Rock movie, and December 2021. So it'll be out ahead of the uh, Shazam two. I imagine there will be some linkage there. Right, which is probably why we're not getting a lot of Shazam 2 news right now. Right. Because, yeah, I'm looking forward to that more than Shazam 2. That should be fun. Yeah, I'm totally on board. Um, I, I'm cool with Shazam 2. Let's do it. Let's just make right, let's it right go. now. Let's go. I got a camera. Yeah, you got muscles. I got, a, I, got, I got a camera and muscles. I could just do it myself. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Akira movie that, by, uh, well, that was going to be taken on by Taika Waititi. That is apparently um, delayed indefinitely. Okay, yeah. So I have some information to, for you about this. Okay, first talk off, to me. First off, this movie was um, announced well before Thor, the Thor movie he did, Ragnarok. Yeah. So Taiki was a little easier to get a hold of at that point. You know, he had just done um, what we do in the shadows was kind of his big movie at that point. So he he was a little more available um, after that movie came out. That Thor movie came out. They still hadn't gotten to production and akira and now he's taken up with thor love and thunder so it is delayed indefinitely but i think it's because they want taiki still uh attached to it which okay. is great news they still want opinion. him to do it i mean yeah uh, like with what he did with ragnarok and the use of just the color and intensity that 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 he had going on with that i could totally see that working well with akira so long as he doesn't completely goofball it up i would be kind of disappointed if it had a uh, ragnarok feel to it me too uh, it would be kind of stinky I don't but like i will say idea I but i do like uh taiko Waititi, and i know he's yeah. a capable director so and i didn't really like thor until thor ragnarok so i don't really like akira either so maybe he can he could turn that around for me there you go how do you feel about the original akira anime we were like of age when that i loved was- it i uh it was one of the first animes i was ever i had ever seen 
I liked it a heck of a lot more than um, God. What was the one? Other? Vampire Hunter D. Oh, that yeah. was one of the other ones that I watched back at that point. Um, Edgy. It was. I don't know. They're just anime is bad for the most part, and there's a lot of bad. Just like there's a lot of bad movies. There's a lot of bad what? anime out there. So I don't get too worked up over that kind of stuff. But yeah, I did not harbor it any ill will. I watch it again. I'm I'm in Daikira. I will say One Punch Man though. First season of One Punch Man is one of the best things that's ever happened out of anime. Yeah, for sure. One Punch Man is great. I will watch that over and over and over again. So good. I like how he's so depressed that he's not he's too he's so strong. He's so strong that he just gets to take care of business and that's all she wrote. That's he just guy. wants to fight, Greg. He just wants a good he just, fight. He needs somebody to beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's keep it moving here to the Matrix four. Um and you put in the notes here, this is the same day as John Wick 4, yep. and do we care about The Matrix 4? I right. have one thing to say about both of those movies. I do not care. I don't. John Wick 3 was such an over-the-top, uh, ridiculous conclusion, so to speak, of the uh, John Wick 1 and 2. It just was too much for me. It was not right. my favorite movie. I don't know why people loved it so much. I I love John Wick one, but you can get everything you need out of John Wick one that you get in John Wick two and three. It, yeah. It's it's just a continuation. There's a lot of shooting, and at some point, my eyes just start to glaze over. It's just like, oh, cool. Just it's a long. You know what it is? It's a Keanu Reeves dance movie. Cause that's all it is. Like all these like movies with all this shooting and kung fu or whatever you want to call it. It's just dancing. Yeah. So you just watch like Keanu Reeves dance for a whole, like two hours, and I don't know. I don't see how they're going to make a fourth movie interesting. I like the criminal underground stuff. I like the gold. I like... Let's see, I thought that was too all that much. Stuff. Yeah, I that like that That was the stuff. stuff I didn't like. I like all that stuff, but I'm kind of like, I don't see how a fourth movie is going to expand or improve on any of that. It's not. We already got. I mean, it's already bad, yeah. so what difference does it make? Like the, <laughs> the action is fantastic. Second to none. Right. But the, the motivation behind it was thin. Very, very right. thin. Exactly. And the fact that he blew up his whole life in it, it just doesn't make sense. It starts to just really not make sense. Yeah. Uh, all because his dog died like three movies ago. <laughs> but yes, that's that's what it was. It was the dog dying that triggered all this. Uh, Matrix 4? I don't care. Matrix I, 2 and 3 were terrible. Zero. Do not care either. They were so, so bad. And Keanu Reeves was bad in them. So it's like another movie for Keanu Reeves to be bad in. I just don't care. Yeah. I'm I, interested. I, the movie was carried by its special effects and its absurd concept, and there's not much they're going to be able to do, I don't think, that is going to They never should have made a second one. They never yeah. should have made a second one. You know what? I take that back. Now would be a good time to make a second one. Now would be like, okay, Matrix 2, what happened over the last 20 years? Yeah, retcon you know? out the revolutions and whatever the second one was. Was it? Reloaded, reloaded, and revolutions. Get rid of those. Oh my god! So Just bad. retcon those out and make that some sort of weird um, machine injected memory <laughs> that Keanu's character has now. He I'm wakes up that. and realizes the whole thing was a lie, and it's just him and Morbius were captured. Like, <laughs> Morbius, oh, no. the living vampire thing. Not Morbius. What's his name? <laughs> Morpheus. Morpheus. Yeah, him and Morbius. Why what's, not? What's what's the subtitle of Morbius? Now I got an Morbius, the living vampire. Yeah, what the hell kind of stupid <laughs> name is that? 
<laughs> I was like, that vampire. can't be right. Like, what does the living vampire mean? They're all living, aren't they? No, they're not dead except for oh, Morbius. Stop He's it. <laughs> Listen, you're the one who remembered it, so it must have been kind of good. <laughs> no, it was stupid. Why does that? Uh, Is that movie still coming out with Jared Leto? Does that still have a release date? Oh, God, date? I hope not. New look yeah. at shredded Jared Leto as Morbius revealed. That's in April. <laughs> uh, news. Marvel's Morbius gets even grosser before his solo movie. Sounds like it is happening still, so there you go. Oh, good. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> Jared Leto, we know he sucks. He's yeah. sent people used condoms and dead pigs and shit for, like an because asshole. he was the Joker. Because he was... Greg, he was getting into the role because he was an artist. Yeah, well, he should have murdered a bunch of people. Should have stayed in my so-called life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. How are we feeling you, about that? Have you seen this trailer? Yeah, I've seen the trailer. It looks... I don't know. It doesn't look like it has the same tone as the original Ghostbusters right? movies. So uh, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. I want the lightish hearted take that we had with less of the like creepy date rape implications that were happening in the first Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, other than that. Less slime ballness. Yeah, you know, my feeling on Ghostbusters Afterlife, after seeing the trailer, it looked like a really well done uh, trailer. It looks like a well done film. Does it have to be Ghostbusters? There hasn't been a ghost sighting in 30 years. New York in the 80s? It's like The Walking Dead. Your dad never mentioned this to you? It's just my mom. My grandfather died. My mom says we're just here to pick through the rubble of his life. Wait a minute. Who are you? All right, so Ghostbusters, we're both going to go see. Yeah, I'll Matrix see it. Matrix 4, we'll probably not go see. No. You'll see John Wick, but I won't. I'll, the Akira I'll, movie, like, nobody's going to see. Shazam 2, we'll probably both go see. Yeah. And Mortal Kombat, we will watch while drunk after we steal it. Yeah, yeah. Mortal Kombat, I am not going to a theater to see that. Sounds good. Not a chance. Not a All chance. Right. So now no. we can move on to something that we're actually excited about. Let's talk about games. Yeah. We both been playing a couple games. of games. We'll take turns. You'll go to well, why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? Oh, yeah. So I made it through Jedi Fallen Order. You know, I played pretty much every single one of these third-person Star Wars Jedi games. Ever yeah, you're since. a nerd. Yep, yep, I'm a nerd. I remember when Jedi Knight, the first Jedi Knight game came out, which is Dark Forces 2. I loved those games. Loved them. I probably played those games 300 hours plus and um you know the forced unleash games those are really good too those are also uh kind of third person jedi games that were pretty fun jedi academy was really good fallen order i i would say my experience was i didn't like it as much as the first forced unleashed or jedi academy but it was a really fun game it uses the actor cameron um monahan he's from shameless he plays the red-haired kid in shameless okay uh, I kind of like it when they do that in games. It kind of adds, especially when a game like Fallen Order. You did Order, put in is, your note, uh, I like when they use real care, uh, real actors. Can yeah. you tell me what a fake actor is? Uh, you know, when they like, like Capcom will do something with Resident Evil games. 
There's a lot of dialogue and they're story. They're still but, actors. They're still real actors. What are you trying not, to pull? There's real voice actors, but they don't use the, um, faces and they don't oh, like motion capture. That's what you mean. You wanted yeah. like their actual faces. Yeah, Cameron Monaghan is actually in this game. And he actually did the same thing for um, Force Unleashed, but I can't remember the name of the actor they used. But he was a relatively, um, he was working relatively. Keanu working Reeves is in this new, uh, what, what's that Cyberpunk. game coming out? Yeah, this is Cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is in that. They made a big deal about that. He he actually was only in a little bit, but then he liked it so much, they put him in a bunch of it. That's so cool. That should be fun. Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. I kind of like it because it's a linear storyline. You don't have a lot of um, control over what happens, especially in the cutscenes. So if I'm going to watch a movie, I might as well um, I might as well see it like a professional actor act out the scenes. Sure. Um, you know, they did the same thing with uh, Kojima's new game. Death Stranding and Norman Reedus. Yeah, Dorman Reedus and the Funky Fetus, what people are calling it, <laughs> which is pretty sure. good. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any any desire. Have, to play have that you game. beaten Fallen Order? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I played it through and, and start to finish. Would you say it was a good story and you liked the way it ended? Yeah, it was an excellent story. I thought it okay. ended really well. Uh, it, you know, and my only issue with it was, which kind of makes sense, is you're kind of a muted version of a Jedi compared to the other games that I've played. Okay. I remember, like in Jedi Academy, you could slow down time. You could run through a room, kill like eight stormtroopers, turn around and watch them fall slowly to the ground as time restored. Kind of, kind of stuff. Shit like that didn't really doesn't really happen in this game. Oh, okay. But it's still really cool. It's still really, really cool. It's really fun. Well, good. I'm Have glad you, you it enjoyed yet? it, and maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, you should. Um, now, as for me, I am currently. I have not beaten it yet. I'm playing Hellblade: Senwa's Sacrifice. That's from like 2017, I think. Okay. Um, I I picked up uh xbox what is it the xbox game pass okay yeah so i got a bunch of game options all for 15 bucks a month uh it's kind of a an on rails type of game um there's a lot of little puzzle things it's pretty light on combat and the combat itself is hit and miss it's got moments that it feels really great and then other times i'm just like come on i'm kind of sick of this um i will say that the puzzle stuff is generally pretty good, but the the whole game seems to be just a way to walk you through a story. Uh, okay, it's it's just kind of the the path you take to to hear about what's going on in this woman's life. The atmosphere is fantastic. It's a very eerie feeling game. It's very disquieting. It's scary at times. Um, all in all, pretty. so far, I'm really enjoying it. And it looks great. The graphics are amazing. Um, the There are a couple of weird things going on with it. Um, it, it makes it kind of challenging just because it's so different than everything else. But, like, there's um, they don't give you any tutorials during gameplay. Okay. Uh, the game is relatively easy, so it's fine. But they don't tell you even, like, what buttons to push. Uh, oh, wow. You just get thrust into this world, and you have to discover it yourself. Uh, the traversal, uh, uh, like moving around areas is a little weird too. There are times where they're trying to keep you like going in this particular direction. Um, and there's no wall blocking you. So you end up with kind of some invisible wall stuff going on at times. And okay. otherwise it would be really claustrophobic for what they're trying to do. It would feel like you're just kind of stuck in a maze the whole time. Right. Like you said, very, very on rails, but. They try to make it look like you're not on rails. Right, right. They give you the visibility of an open world with the actual functionality of something that's pretty much 
just on rails. Right. Um, yeah, I've seen this game around. The critics seem to really like it. It's one of those games where everybody's like, you just need to play this. Thing. You do. You it, you should absolutely play it. It's It can be gotten cheap now. There's no reason to not play Hellblade. Um, I haven't beaten it yet. I imagine I'll be satisfied once I'm done. I probably won't pick it back up. Right. But overall, great. That's, That's my cool. thoughts on Hellblade. Sin was sacrifice <laughs> sounds exactly how they want you to say it. It is. That's yeah. how That's how it sounds as soon as you turn it on. The Northmen say the world will come to an end. Storms will disappear. Fire and water will meet. Flames will play against the sky. The heavens and earth and all the world will be burned. All the gods will be dead. And the warriors of Valhalla and people everywhere. It is nigh. <laughs> what else are you playing? Uh, a couple other games. I'm playing Borderlands 3. I, I kind of like the Borderlands games. They're kind of first-person shooter Diablo, in my opinion. Yeah. Kill, kill a bunch that. of things, get a bunch of loot. Um, bad guy pinatas is what I call it. Well, I call it Diablo uh, demon pinatas, but or monster pinatas. You, right. smash, you smash enemies and things fly out of them, and you get to yeah. pick up all the candy. You get candy from smashing stuff. Yeah. I like Borderlands 3. Graphics are always going to be good. They're Borderlands games. If you like that cell shaded kind of look, it's cool. Um, a lot of improvements. You don't have to hit X to pick up ammo. You know how nice that is? It's not having no. to run around like jamming X. In the other Borderlands games, to pick up ammo, you had to hit X. So you're just running around slamming on the X key all the time on the, on the X button on your controller. Yeah. I mean, you, I, they want you to pick everything up. Why make it so challenging? It, it's ridiculously frustrating. Uh, they added a slide move, which is a new thing, I guess, for first-person shooters, but I'm into it. Uh they added a climb move, so you can climb up on things that you just barely can jump on, which all those things are really nice. They kind of help you traverse the environment a lot easier and take some of the tedium out of it. Uh, quality of life improvements, I guess is what you would call it. And uh, I like the game. I'm not real great at them because they require a lot of uh, understanding about your character's abilities. They don't give you a lot of hints on what things do and how things work. You kind of try to figure things out on your own. Okay. And it gets really specific. It'll be like, here, you get like plus one to this stat if every time somebody has like a status effect, but it doesn't explain what a status effect is. You have to know these things, which is fine. I played enough games. I mean, to you know what a status out. effect is? Come on. I do know what a status effect is, but like the barrier for entry for somebody who doesn't is going to be frustrating. Who doesn't know what a status effect is? It's an effect on your status. Come on. <laughs> it's just not great for casual gamers. Somebody like Liz would have a hard time with it. She was able to play the first Borderlands without any issues. I bet she'd be fine. You selling her short? I got my ass kicked, and I had to go through and um, respec a couple times. To figure I that out. am playing the world's smallest violin for you right now. Oh, where'd you and get that? Playing the world's saddest song. They sell on eBay's. No, so it's it's, there's only one. It is the world's smallest violin made by the world's smallest violin maker, who is now living in my dungeon. <laughs> and it plays "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time" by Britney Spears. That is the saddest song ever written. Yes, you <laughs> yeah. got it. You know what's going on. Yeah, I got it. Right. Anyways, Borderlands 3, if you like Borderlands, play it. If you don't like Borderlands, don't play it. Sorry about the mess. Everything Jack kills, he dumps here. Bandits, boss hunters, claptrap units. If I sound pleased about this, it's only because my programmers made this my default tone of voice. I'm actually quite depressed. I have also recently beaten Link's Awakening, the remake for the Switch, and uh, Outer Worlds. I probably won't go back and play either one of them anytime soon. 
I'm more likely to play Link's Awakening. It's got a cool little dungeon creator mode that's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is really fun. Uh, not a whole lot of other good reasons to go back to it after you collect everything, though. Yeah. The seashells was it, and I'm done with that. Yeah, it's it's a, that game was my childhood, so I was excited to have it yeah. to play again. I like what they did with it. Yeah, it was like my first Game Boy game when yeah, I was a mine kid. Too. So. Mine too. I played like 300 hours of it. I got stuck because I never played a Zelda game. So I, was, I got like 300 hours before I finally beat it. My game glitched out in the dungeon where you have to throw the steel ball, and the steel ball disappeared oh, and wouldn't come back. That's such a hard part so to I had to restart. Out the, then that was on the original Game Boy version, not this one. They, right. That didn't happen to me then. I forgot about the steel ball one in this one. It got stuck for like 20 minutes. I was like, what are you supposed to do with this ball? Throw it at stuff. Yeah. Um, Outer Worlds. That's my, my next one. Um, it feels kind of like the bastard offspring of Fallout and Mass Effect, but it's too clean, way too like neat and tidy. Yeah, um, there's not a lot of exploration where I could in like the Gamebryo and Bethesda games, I would just wander around. It was a lot of fun for me in the Fallout games. Being in the the wasteland was cool, uh, and I don't really care about the multiple endings. I got all the the uh, side character ones, and that was good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I played both of those games. And Outer Worlds, I like what I liked about Outer Worlds. What I thought was sorry, what I thought was funny about Outer Worlds was they kept complaining about how dirty everything was. Everything looked so clean. Yeah, nothing like, looked dirty. Fallout dirty. looked way filthier. Especially Fallout Three. Fallout Three looked dirty. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Everything you say about Outer Worlds, I agree with. Play it through. I'll never go back to it again. But you know what? I'm kind of worth happy. playing. Yeah. Absolutely worth playing. I don't need another 400-hour RPG. Like, I don't need another I do, Witcher 3. Because I like being able to just drop in, saunter around for a little bit, murder some idiots, and then leave. Play The Witcher 3, then, if, you're, if you haven't yet. You know, I started, and I just have not gotten into it yet. Um, it took me three not tries. It's much fun. It took I'll, me three I'll, tries. I'll, I'll, I'll bust it back out again. It might just be installed. Lot. Let me check. There's a lot of side quests, and it could be a little overwhelming, Shh. but uh, I enjoyed it. Sure. I have the Wincher, which is about pulling Jeeps from ditches. <laughs> the Wincher? Yeah. The Wincher 3. It's the best one. The Wincher 3. For sure. That's the <laughs> one that has all of the different versions of the Wrangler. It's got like the Rubicon and it's got that new pickup truck style one. That's really great. I highly recommend it. Is that the one with the bonus level where they have that scene from Jurassic Park? But you Yes. Just, that's yeah. the only one where you don't play the tow truck driver. <laughs> so it's the most fun and you get to actually see the spitters up close. That's nice. That's great. Yeah, I've, that's terrific. I loved it. Yeah. That's my second favorite game of all time. So I'm glad yeah. you're into the it. The Winter 3. <laughs> yeah, Winter 3. All right. So we moving on or did you want to talk about uh, uh, no, Wolfenstein? I can tell you I'm playing the, the new Wolfenstein games. I haven't gotten that far in it yet. Kind of cool. They're fun. I like shooting Main Nazis. character. You, I see your notes. We had the same complaint. Oh, yeah, it's a it's the first one, so it's been out for a little bit. New order, so I can kind of um, spoil the story a little for you. At the beginning of the game, you you um, get caught in an explosion, and you get a head injury, and you end up in a coma for fifteen years. You wake up from the coma. The Nazis have won, but you're a badass still. You would have atrophied yeah. so damn much. I wouldn't be able. You wouldn't be able to walk. But you know, it is what right. it is. It's a video game. Yeah, you know, and it's not it's not Wolfenstein 3D. I kind of miss the 3D, but I'll, I'll get over it. The third dimension is what made it. Yeah. I mean, I, so I don't know how much PC gaming you did when Wolfenstein 
the original one came out, but the first Wolfenstein game was just a platformer. It wasn't yeah. a 3D. Yeah. I never played it. Nobody played that game, but I yeah. did. <laughs> did you really? You had yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. I played that and Commander Keen. Commander Keen, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was in software were, as well, right? Yeah. Really great. I love Commander Keen. That pogo stick was badass. Castle Wolfenstein. It was so weird. That game came out in like the early 80s. For sure. Uh, yeah, Castle Wolfenstein and Beyond Castle Wolfenstein. I played both of those. All right, so then let's go to these game awards. I think, do we need to cover, what do we need to cover? We don't like, need what to cover are the game all of this. Game of the year was Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Have you played that? Yeah. So I, this is the one I mainly want to cover. Um, this game is beautiful. And it's an excellent game. But fuck this game. It is not a game for me at all. I So it's like not- Dark Souls. It's just a very fucking hard game still. Yeah. And, you know, I was reading up on it. And people were like, oh, yeah, you know, this, this is one of those games where you learn from death. And I was like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with dying. And to start over, over and over again until I figure out how to do things about dying. Have you but played Dark Souls and Bloodborne? A little bit, a little bit much for me. Too, oh, well. that's why you hated it. Okay, yeah. But they don't take away experience points in Dark Souls and Bloodborne, do they? Yes, they do. They take everything from you in those games. But you can, you're you can, not allowed to be full of joy when you play a Dark <laughs> Souls game, a no joy game. Yeah, yeah. Not only do they take away that stuff, but in this game, there's no good way to get stuff back, and when you die, there's a the death penalty. It can, it, it can affect your NPCs, so you can't do like side quests until like you heal your NPCs. Well, don't fuck up. Oh, dude, it's such a hard game. You're gonna fuck up. It's so hard. And I, oh, I know. Have- I like. I I've played Dark Souls and Bloodborne and stuff, and I I don't understand what's gonna come out of that. I that's why I haven't played it yet. I'm, yeah, I'd like to, but I'm gonna wait till it's cheap. It is cheap. I got it for thirty dollars. That's not cheap enough. I need it for 15. Okay, I agree. It's beautiful though. It is a beautiful game. Even in, even the 2 hours I played of it, I don't I don't regret those. But once I lost half my experience points and never got it, I haven't had a single skill point yet. I was like I'm never going to get anywhere in this. I'm never going to get anywhere. Yeah, it's there's a lot of um grinding in those games if you want to try to to get your experience points up. Right, and you could dig yourself but a you, hole you and never get out. You eventually figure it out. You'll get better. You get good. Yeah, but the death penalty that like affects NPCs was the deal breaker for me. I was like, no, I'm not dealing with that. That's right. too much. That's fine. I understand. I rage quit it too often. I, I, Have you played I, Death Stranding at all? No. Is it good? I haven't played it. No. I need no. to, but I haven't yet. No. And how is the Outer Worlds in the uh, the like? It was a runner up for Game of the Year. It really? was runner-up for Game of the Year. It was a runner-up for Best RPG. It kind of squeezed in there, but I don't think anybody took it that seriously. Nobody put it up that high in their list. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't give that Game of the Year. It was yeah. fun, but not not that great. I think it was, it was a very well-produced game. It felt pretty. It felt clean and cohesive. Eh, that's not enough for me. I need yeah. it to be replayable. It level caps at 30. It's- or to tell a, an actually like interesting and challenging story, one or the other. Yeah, there was a lot of missed story opportunities with that game. Like your ship has all these interesting, this interesting storyline that you don't learn anything about your ship. Which oh, that'll come me. in the DLC. Yeah, right. I won't be getting that. No. Uh, but yeah, I thought the game of the year was interesting, uh, especially since I hadn't played it until I, I saw that it was announced game of the year. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll play this." 
and I got frustrated with it after two hours. <laughs> I, having watched you play and struggle with Legend of Zelda Wind Waker on the GameCube, <laughs> it would make me want to rip my fingernails off to watch you play any of the Dark Souls games or anything that looks like them. I don't know why so. I struggled so hard at that GameCube game. I just, I did though. I did. <laughs> was, I did. It was so hard to watch. It's, I, I was so mad. <laughs> you were so mad. Um, I, I still haven't beaten that game because it was so frustrating for me. <laughs> can, can we talk about this though? Since we're on Zelda and Nintendo, best family game. We need to mention that every single game was a Nintendo game. Luigi's right. Mansion 3 won Best Family Game, and then you got Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World. That rounds out the five Best Family Games of the year. Yeah. Not really surprising that there's a lot of Nintendo games, but all five? Not only that, Greg, all of them are Mario games, except for uh, Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're all based on Mario intellectual property. Smash I would argue just, that Luigi's yeah. Mansion is is so far removed from the original Mario games, though. Right. I agree with you. It's just kind of funny. And Super that, Smash Brothers is every Nintendo. Yeah. It's just kind of funny that like a Mario character exists in all these games, too. It's yeah. Just kinda, yeah. And there's probably I, one in Ring Fit Adventure. I haven't played it. I, it looks kind of cool. It looks kind of fun. I feel like you would snap that ring in half, though. Watch your stance. There you go. <laughs> Do I get it back? I think I can do better. Let me try it. Staying active together. That's our way to play. Nintendo Switch. I mean, it seems like as good a place as they need to end it, right? Well, um, one more thing. The Disco Asylum game. No, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't want you to talk. We're done here. I'm going to click this record button. Can I do that? I don't think I can. I think you're in charge of it. I'm in charge of it. All right, talk about Disco Elysium. I I don't know anything about it. Sorry, Elysium. Uh, Elysium. Disco Elysium, I know nothing about it as well. I have not played it. I have barely looked at it. I've I've seen like three or four articles talking about how good it is, but I haven't even watched like a video about it. I'm going to click on a video right now. Let me tell you what it won while you click on that video. It won best role-playing game, best narrative, and best indie game. It took all those home. It beat out Um, um, Death Standing for best story, which I'm surprised. Best narrative. hmm. All right, so here's Disco Elysium. It's like, uh, oh, weird. Right? It's kind of like a Baldur's Gate style, that three-quarter view. Uh, I believe that's called isometric view. Sure, isometric view. That sounds good. It's isometric view. It's the same view they use in um, the original Fallout games, the first two Fallout games. Yeah. And like you said, uh, Baldur's Gate. And uh, I should try this. this. This game's up my alley. I know it looks really interesting. A lot of reading. That's just the, um, not that mind reading, but sometimes just you know your eyes get tired. When you're playing games late at night. Yeah, it looks cool. It's just surprising some indie game has walked walked off with so many awards, and it was it was um, nominated for a lot of things too that didn't win. Yeah, I mean, it got a lot of nominations. It looks interesting. I'll yeah. give it a shot. Yeah, I'll, if you played uh, this game, let us know how you felt about it. Yeah, beep, beep me. Shoot, shoot me a beeper message. Oh, yeah, you still got your pager? Yeah. Well, this has been a blast episode, Greg. Do you feel blasted? Yeah, it was a blast episode. We talked about stuff. We had a good time. Hopefully you guys time. got a little insight into what makes Richard and I tick, and that's pretty much just video games. And, and oxygen. Yeah, and oxygen. Oh, yeah, and oxygen. And that little thing that goes back and forth in my chest. Metronome? 
Yes, that's what it is. A yep. metronome. The gnome that lives <laughs> in the metro. No, it isn't. Uh, yeah, man, like, let us know if you like us doing some of the game news stuff. We're, Greg and I, we like video games. So yeah, we're happy we'll to talk about, about them. We're happy to need to swear happen. more about them, I think. Yeah, we need to swear more about them. We need them. to play games that make me angry. Then we can do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's they're like it fits it fits a tone because name a video game that doesn't have a disaster back <laughs> plot to it. Um, Mario, you're saving the princess from the world-ending Bowser. Stop it! it has nothing to do with the end of the world. He just wants a date. Yeah, you're just going about the wrong way. He's an insult. The way wrong way, totally wrong way. Mario if, Party's like, not a disaster. No, you know, those games um, aren't, I guess. Racing games aren't disasters. Football sports games aren't disasters. But just football sports games, hockey I mean, games definitely to, are. Do you want me to keep going or are you I do. Keep doing some more. You Maybe should I, feel, I feel embarrassed. embarrassed. I'm really embarrassed. Uh, that Goose game, Untitled Goose Game, is not a disaster game, probably. What if it was? What if you end up saving the world in that game? You know what? Let's end this. <laughs> We're done here. I don't want anybody to spoil on top of the Goose Game for. Yeah. Do we um follow us on Wad Podcast? No, you know what? Fuck com. following us. I don't give a shit if you follow us on the Twitter or the Instagram or anything else. Right, Subscribe honestly. to our goddamn podcast. Just give us, us five star reviews. Like us on every podcast app there is. All right. You don't have an iTunes account, get one. You don't have a Google Play account, get one. You don't have Stitcher. What? Stitcher, get one. Get one of those. You don't have Spotify? Fucking get one. What are you? I thought you were our friend. Seriously. Jesus. Fuck you guys. For fucking sake. idiots. You know what? Come say it to my face. All right? You know what? Don't or call, call me and say it to me. 209-781-9113. Call and tell me why you don't think you have to follow us and enjoy us. Piece of shit. Yeah, just, fuck you. Yeah, you know what? Fuck off. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. Bye. Bye. I'm done. Done. I I'm can't out. end it. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying, trying to click. Yeah, I think it's. <laughs>